The message you're about to listen to is produced by Kingdom Power Ministries. So ek sê ons het verlede week met so 'n boodskap begin deur van die belofte van die Vader. En en ons noem hom die Heilige Gees. Die Bybel praat ook van die the gift of the spirit, die gave van die Gees wat aan ons gegee is. En de, maar wat ik vanochtend wil doen is, apostel het zo so mooi daar bedien. What I want to do this morning is I want to give you the 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 two experiences of a Christian and the difference between the two. The one is what was spoken about last week, called the promise of the Father, and the another the the other one is called being born again. Or what I shall say, uh, being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Gaan saam met my na, kom ons gaan na, Johannes 14. Johannes 14. Johannes 14, as die daar as sê, Amen. Um, Johannes 14 sê, kom ons lees van vers 16 af. Kom ons lees van vers 13 af. And whatever you ask in my name, that, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Wow, listen to these words that the master speaks about us. He says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. Listen to what verse, what verse 16 says. He says, and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper. The word for another helper there is, the Greek word is alos parakletos. It means another of the same kind called to be alongside you. That's what it means. When he says, I will give you another comforter. He's saying, I will give you another one that is the same as me and he will be alongside with alongside you. Hallelujah. I say, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17 says, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. We see here that Jesus speaks to his disciples before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And he says to them that he is with you. Present tense, he is with you, but he shall be in you. The Bible say that, uh, speaking about prophetically about Jesus that should come, he says, he shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. That was the promise that God made 
to the nation of Israel. It says, ye shall be called, that Messiah that will come, ye shall be called Emmanuel because it will be God being with you. Maar die gelovige het meer as Emmanuel in hom. We don't just have God with us. Because that, that was what he said to the Israelites before the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He says, he shall be, he's with you now. He's Emmanuel, he's with you. But he shall be in you. The born again Christian does not only have Emmanuel, he has God in him. Hallelujah. Ons het nie God by ons nie. Ons het nie God saam met ons nie. Ons het nie God voor ons en achter ons nie. No, He lives in us. He has made His house in us. He stays in us. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament, het hy gekom en gaan. He would come upon Samson and he would endure him with power for that moment. And after he's done, he would leave. He would lift. And then he would come upon David and he would empower David and after his work is done, he would leave. But there was no one in the Old Testament who had received the Holy Spirit to stay in him. This who come to Johannes die dooper vir Jesus moet doop to as a teken wat hy voor skyk doopou. Johannes het gedoop en in sy dooping het hy altyd vir iets doop gehou. Hy sal iemand doop en dan as die persoon klaar gedoop is en hy stap weg, dan sal Johannes vir die teken doop of die Heilige Geest op hom neerkom. And it didn't happen to anyone that he baptized. Maar die dag toe Jesus kom, toe to hy vir Jesus doop, toe sien hy, uh, toe ervare iets in die geestesrehelm wat gebeur, wat niemand anders kon sien het. Dit was net hy en Jesus wat het gesien het. Die anders het het nie gesien nie. Want het was een geestelike ervaring. En Johannes sê hierdie woorde, hy sê, die een wat my geser het om te doop, uh, um, the one that has commanded me to, to baptize, said, the, on, on whom the Holy Spirit would come and remain, he is the one. Of wie, die een of wie die Heilige Geest gaan neerdaal en bly, die is die Messiah. So we, we see that Jesus was the only one who received the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit stayed on him. The Holy Spirit stayed on him. The Holy Spirit didn't depart. That's why in every area of his life, he knew what to do. In every stage of his life, he knew what action to take. He knew what words to speak. Why? Because the Holy Spirit was constantly with him. Gaan kyk al die onkundige dinge wat Simpson gedoen het. Simpson gedoen het. Omdat hy het nie altyd die Heilige Geest met hom gehad nie. The Holy Spirit would only come on him for that time of uh, uh, a, a, an action that needs to take place. As he moet an actie oorgaan, he moet Philistine verslaan, he moet uh, um, iets groots doen vir die Heere, dan kom die Heilige Geest oor hom. Maar as die Heilige Geest weg is, dan is hy weer op sy eie. Dan maak hy weer besluite van sy eie. Hy doen weer dinge van sy eie. Hy gaan met enige vrou, gaan, hy, gaan raak hy dier mekaar. Hy raak met enige gang, raak hy dier mekaar. En daar het as hy kwaad word, dan kom hy heilige geest oor hom, en hy maak moeilikheid vir die nasie, en, hy is weer, en die heilige geest is weer weg. So we have received someone called the Holy Spirit to stay and abide with us forevermore. So that we, that we never have to walk in the path of Samson. 
dat ons nooit hoef in die, in die weet te wandel van David nie. Weet jy dat ons is in een beter toestand as David? David wat die Bijbel noem, hy is een man na aan Godse hart. En ons spreek so mooi oor hom. En dit wat die Bijbel van hom sê is so waar. But we are in a better condition than David. David writes, he says, Blessed is the man whose sin is not kept against him. Whose iniquity shall be forgiven him. David was seeing in the spirit and he was seeing us in the future. Wow, I see a generation to come that their sin will not be held against them. Their sin shall be wiped away clean. And David said, blessed is that man. Blessed is that man. I'm in a better, in a better life than Daniel. The Bible said Daniel. The angel come to Daniel to say, Daniel, a man greatly beloved of God. Praat die engel met, David, met Daniel, hy sê, Daniel, a man, geliefde van God. Geliefde van God. But I'm in a better position than Daniel. Hallelujah. Because Daniel did not have the Holy Spirit in him. I have him in him, in me. Hallelujah. But now listen to this. I'm still on this topic of uh, these two experiences that a Christian should have. For he dwells with you and will be in you. Verse 18 says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Now, for ons wat het nou nie oplet nie, Jesus is now changing the subject. Hy is nie nog weer op die topic van die heilige geest nie. Iemand wat nie gaan achterkom, is bezig om die subject te change nie, gaan dink hy praat nog steeds van die heilige geest. Dis ook om baie, baie sal sê, Jesus was eindelijk die heilige geest. Want hy is gesê, hy gaan die heilige geest stier, en skierlik toe sê, ek sal kom na julle toe, wat beteken, hy is die heilige geest. But you have to realize that he was changing the subject now, from the Holy Spirit to himself. Now he's speaking of himself, he says, I will come to you, I will not leave you as orphans, Verse 19 says, a little while longer and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you live, you will live also. At that day, in that day, will you know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. Hallelujah. This is the born again experience. I say for us, ears were the Heilige Geest, wat hy sal stier, hy sal die vader vraag, hy sal die heilige geest uitstort, die wereld kan hom nie ontvang nie, maar hy is met julle, en hy sal in julle wees, en dan change hy die topic, hy sê, maar ek sal na julle toekom, en ek sal samen in julle wees, en ek is in die vader, en julle is in my, en ek is in julle, he's talking about two experiences, he's ta- telling us about the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and he's telling us about the born again, experience. The two are not the same. Hallelujah. The two are not the same. There's a difference between receiving Jesus into your life and receiving the promise of the Father. Hallelujah. Is die Bijbel gewoon rak. Um, 
Let's read verse 21. Let's read again verse 20. At that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who, has, he who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and who and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself. Say manifest myself to him. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, Exal. Ik zal mijzelf manifesteren aan hom. Nou vraag een van zijn disciples, disciples wat genoemd wordt Judas, niet is nie Judas die ene wat hom verraai het nie. Een van die andere disciples sê vir hom, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come. It, we will come to him and make our home with him. That is the born again experience. That is the born again experience. Verse 26 says, But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So again he changes the topic. From himself to the Holy Spirit. I, I praat van die selde ding. I praat van die, die salvation work. Maar I praat die van twee dinge wat moet gebeur. I will send the Holy Spirit. And he will report out on you. He will live in you. He will be the comforter. But I will also come to you. And I will am in the Father. And you are in me. And we and I and my father will come to you and make our home in you. Wanneer iemand wedergebore word, ontvang hy Jesus Christus in sy lewe. Die rede hoekom hy Jesus Christus in die lewe ontvang. Die Bijbel sê in Johannes 1, hy sê, hy praat van in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. All things were made by him. Nothing that was made was made without him. In him was life, and that life was the light of man. And hy praat verder van Johannes wat gekom het, wat gesê het, ek is nie hy nie, maar ek is hy wat getuig van hom. And die Bijbel sê, he came to his own, and his own did not receive him. He came to the Jews, his own people, and they did not receive him. He says, but as many as received him, to those who received him, he gave them the power. That word power is the Greek word exousia, but betekken authority and right. So Jesus says that to those who received him, for hulle wat hom aangeneem het as hy saligmaker, het hy aan hulle die autoriteit, die macht en die recht gegeer om sy kinders genoemd te word. That is why we have to receive Jesus. So that we, we can receive the right. Wow. Wow. Do you know you have a right to be called the son of God? Do you know that you have a right to say I am a son of God? This is ek vind dit, ek sikkel bietje om te bid, Heere, nie omdat ek het verdien nie, maar om die naam onvul. Ek het niks tegen die gebed nie. Maar ek sikkel bietje om so te bid, because he may, he qualified me. The Bible says, thanks be unto God who has made us, who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance. Wow. He says, he has qualified us. God has qualified us to be partakers of the divine inheritance for the saints. He has, he has qualified me. 
I am qualified. Soos wat ek hier staan, so dom soos wat ek lyk, so swak soos wat ek lyk, so onkindig soos wat ek lyk, I am qualified. Hallelujah. And you are qualified. You are qualified. He has qualified you to be called the son of God. So wherever I go, no devil can condemn me. And then ask us, ask us, who the devil is the devil? That he can come with an accusation against us and say, on hold you. You have to need your hands up. On hold you. Last week. On hold you. Verleden jaar. Jy sit nou nou kamastag so en jy hou vir jou nou kamastag so heilig tussen die mense. Maar ek en jy weet who does he think he is when the creator of heaven hallelujah has qualified me has, 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 has given me the right to be a son of God. Hallelujah. So hier waar ek staan, staan ek nie op my eie qualifications. Ek qualify nie dier my eie nie. There's nothing in me that can qualify me to be a son of God. But he came and he said, you are qualified. Hallelujah. Can we give God a praise for that wonderful work that he has done for us? Praise his wonderful name. Kom ons gaan na Ezekiel 36 to. I'm still speaking that there is a difference between receiving him, receiving Christ into your life, and receiving the filling of the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, or the promise of the Father. Ezekiel 36. Thirty-six verse twenty-six. Come as twenty-five. Well, Father, thank you for your anointing in this place. Thank you that we can sense your presence. Thank you for the mighty work that you have done in our lives. That you have given us right, a right, a right to be called the sons of God. Listen to verse 25 of Ezekiel 36. He says, Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. Can someone say, I am clean? I am clean. That's a, I can only give specific words on the only, but Ivers and Ipasalam of Ivers, what the scripts say, Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Um, he says, He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Thank you. And here he says, I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean. This is an Old Testament prophecy that he gave for those who shall be born again. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. Wow. Look at what God has done for us. That when we were filthy, when we were unclean, he came and he washed us. Paulus Christ is marvelous. He says, while we were yet sinners, Christ came and died for us. In other words, there's nothing of ourselves that we can boast and say, you see, you see, how come here my so gebruik is, omdat, you know, that day, there's so and so a place to take, 
heavy study gedoen oor die. Jy weet, ons is ons die intellectual mense wat, uh, ek was by so en so college en God soek, en jy is daar ons mentally uh, uh, equipped and in uh, able mens. No! He says, while I was, I was yet a stupid, while I was yet a sinner, while I was yet a useless, when nobody could do anything with me, he came and he died for me. And then he qualified me. And then he said, now you have the right to be the son of God. My Jesus, hallelujah. So he says, I will clean you. I will sprinkle you with water. Now, when he speaks about water, he's referring to water is a type of the spirit, but water is also a type of the word. Jesus said for the disciples, they say, um, uh, if my father loves you, he will prune you. When you are the, 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 the tree, my father is the husbandman. The, the, in other words, the one who prunes the, the, the tree. If the tree is not, if the tree is growing good, then there are some unneeded uh, uh, branches that he takes off. And then he tells them these words. He says, but you are already clean by the words that I have spoken to you. So we find out that when he says he will clean us, he's cleaning us through his word. He has cleansed us through his word because his word is also a type of the spirit. And then he says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. Praise the name of Jesus. This is the work of salvation. He is the verlossende werk, the die reddende werk wat Christus in ons kom doen het. When he died on the cross and when he was raised from the dead, he gave us a new heart to those who received him. He gave us a new heart. He washed us from our uncleanness, from our filthiness, and then he gave us a new heart and a new spirit. But now, iemand het gesê, hy sê, God haal die ou gees uit en hy sit in nieuwe gees in, but that's wrong. Because Remember, you are still your spirit. And that spirit was not removed. That spirit was born again. Nie jou vlees wat wedergebore is. Dis ook om, as jy gered word, lyk jy nog precies die selde, soos wat jy gelijk het, voor die bekeer het. Weet, sommige mense sê, maar ek lyk nog die selde. It's supposed to be that way, hallelujah. Your eyes will still be blue, if, it, if they were blue. Your, your nose will still be straight or big, if it was big or straight. There's nothing that will change physically. The one that changes is your spirit man. He is the one that is born again. Wanneer die Bible praat van ons is geestelik dood, praat nie van ons geestesman, wat weg is van God af. Wat in rebellie is teen God. That what, that's what it means to be spiritual death. Hallelujah. God sê vir Adam en vir Eva, vir vir Adam, die dag as jy gaan eet van hierdie boom, then you will die. Nou, die Hebreerse woord doen iets baie mooi daar. Hy sê, die, 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 die Hebreerse woord vir dood daar so is moeth. En Jesus sê, ek ben, God sê vir Adam, you will moeth, moeth. In other words, what he's saying, you will die, die. It sounds very strange. But God was implying to him, that you will die two kinds of death. Because die, die, die vraag sal wees, maar, toe eet van die vrucht, toe dood hy daar nie. But God was speaking about two kinds of death. He was talking about a spiritual death, and he was talking about a physical death. You will die, die. So, from that day, to Adam, my vrug eet, to sterf hy die dag geestelik. 
onmiddellik weg van God af en rebellie teen oor God. But he began to die physically. In ander woorde, van die dag af toe begin sy cellen te dood. Die physical cells vir ons wat biology doen, die cellen dood moos en dan moet hy weer kopies maak en dan is die kopies nie so ordentlik soos die vorige is nie. So, so, so he began to die. And at the age of 900 and something he died. But he died a spiritual death. Hallelujah. So when you are born again, it's your spirit that's renewed. Your spirit that's transformed. Paulus said, no, now, now we don't look at any man again in the flesh. When I look at you, a born again believer, I don't see this person anymore. I now see the born again man. I now see the recreated spirit. Hallelujah. I say, on that for Jesus who has seen man, see no me me because of the revelation that we have of him. And then he says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He says, all things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. That's a word that I like, what I have read. And as the word, behold, and the word, observe, see, fat notici, gee andag. That's why so many of us, when we look out at ourselves, on that self-esteem issues, on that self-pity, self-bejammering, because we don't behold who we are. We see this person in the mirror. We see how unattractive this person looks. We see, to us anyway, we see how this person does not have all the qualities that I would like to have. On seeing the shortcomings what the person had, abilities what I don't have. But Paul says, observe, all things have passed away. All things have become new. You now have the nature of Christ. What does it mean to be a Christian? What it means to be a Christian is, it means you have the life of God in you. It means you have the nature, the ability, the presence, the character of God is in you. Wow. So wanneer ek in die straat afloop, wanneer ek alleen op my my huis sit, I can't feel, I can't feel self-pity. Because there's something that's in me called the nature of God that does not allow me to have self-pity. Because I'm thinking to myself, I have the nature of God in me. Het God self-pity? Sit God daar in die hemel en sê, Ay, Vader, wat maak ek vandag? How can I? Sit God daar in die hemel en sê, Oeh, ek krij my nou self so jammer. Does God do that? Then why do I? Why do I have self-pity? Why do I have discouragement that I don't know what to do if this nature is in me? Geen wonder, Johannes skryf so wonderlik, hy sê, hy praat oor die antichrist, hy sê, he says, but greater is he that is in me, in us, than he that is in the world. You see, he, he, he observed, he noticed that all things have passed away. All things have become new. That if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Ek lees nog steeds, en ek lek hier, ek kan alles inkry nie. Let's read. He says, I said this 26. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of you, within you. I will take the 
stone, the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Now listen to verse 27. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and, your, and you will keep my judgments and do them. Again, he's speaking of two experiences. He says, I will wash you. I will clean you. I will clean your filthiness. And then I will give you a new heart and a new spirit. And I will take out the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And then I will put my spirit in you. It's two experiences. The first one is telling us about being born again. What happens at the place where we are born again. We receive a new heart. We receive a new spirit. We are washed. We are clean. We are sanctified. And then there's a second experience where he puts his spirit in us. That's called the promise of the Father. That is called the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now it's belangrijk that elke kind van die Heere moet die gave van die Heilige Geest ontvang. I'll tell you why. If man is born again, he receives the authority, the right to be a child of God. He receives the right and authority to be a citizen of heaven. To be a family member of God. He receives the right to be a part of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. But when he receives the Holy Spirit, it's for ability. Does it come to Jesus say, to Jesus fellas say, wait in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. Dive word power is the word dunamis, but betekent ability. It means power to perform miracles. It means power to bring change. That's what that word means. So he was telling them, wait until the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Wait until you are given ability and power to perform change in the world. To perform change in your life. Wait for that day before you can start preaching. Are you with me, church? Wanneer die belofte van die Heilige Geest ontvang, ontvang jy om vergeestelike groei. We read in Galatians 4 that the fruit of the Spirit, and he calls out love, kindness, uh, patience, long-suffering, all those kinds of things. He calls them out because those are the fruit for the Spirit man to help you develop as a Christian. Die allemaal van ons is moos matured geboren nie, as geestelik nie. Ons is allemaal as babas begin. And even now we are still growing. Even now we are still growing. We, how do we grow? Through the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is how we grow spiritually. And we can only do that if we have received the gift, the promise of the Father called the Holy Spirit. Even if you are born again, if you do not receive the Holy Spirit, you can't grow spiritually. You need that promise of the Father. Philip, um, kom in Samaria en hy bedien die boodskap daar onder hulle en die Bijbel sê hulle het bekeer. They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, meaning they were saved. But Philip noticed something that there was still something missing here. En toe wat maak hy toe laat kom hy vir Petrus en Johannes en die Bijbel sê when Peter and John came he, they laid hands on them to receive the Holy Spirit. Maar hulle was hulle nie al reeds gered nie. So why would they need anything more if they already have Christ in them? 
they knew that there was a second experience that needed to take place called the receiving or the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Ek het punt met alles die, because I want to bring a beautiful blessing to you in what I'm going to say in a couple of minutes. Because wanneer iemand na dit luister, immediately denk jy, maar ek het man nog I haven't received him. I'm going to give you a wonderful secret before we close. Amen. Kom ons gaan lees nog. Kom ons gaan na Jeremiah. I want to read something even. Ek wil iets op die oor bring. Um, kom ons lees van vers 27 af. Jeremiah 31. Verse 27. I saw this and I wanted to share this with you because it's also some one of the struggles that's in the church. In van die struikelblokke wat in die kerk is. We always hear of two altijd die maar ons hoor baie kere hoor ons van family curses, bloodline curses, en hoe moet gelovig is gedelewe word van bloodline curses af. Hy is gered, maar hy moet kom met sy familie, want daar is a vloek oor die familie, and you know, those kinds of things. But I want to read you something. This is an Old Testament prophecy that God spoke about the future. He says, Behold, the days are coming, verse 27, says the Lord, that I will sow the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seed of man and the seed of beast. Verse 28 says, And it shall come to pass that as I have watched over them to pluck up or break down, to throw down, to destroy and to afflict, so I will watch over them to build and to plant, says the Lord. Verse 29 is what I want to read to you. In those days, they shall no longer say, the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Um, the Afrikaans al seker say, in daardie dag sal niemand say, die vaders het sierdrijwe geëet en die kinderse tane het stomp geworden. In those days, what days are he talking about? The days of salvation. The days when men can be now born again. He says, in those days, no man shall say, nie sy paard moes gemors, dis hoekom hy nou die vruchte pluk van sy paarse sonde. In other words, there will not be such a thing as a bloodline curse for a Christian. Because immediately when you step out of your, step into Christ, you are stepping into his bloodline. And your family bloodline, your physical bloodline is cut off. Any curses that was on that bloodline, any uh, um, damaging effect that that bloodline had, has now no effect on you. Because you are now in the bloodline of Christ. Hallelujah. You are now a child of God. You are his family. So no longer can any man say, Say, paat sier drijwe geëet, nou raak Satan No longer. You are now eating the wonderful grapes of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I just wanted to throw that in. That moenie laat me iemand jylle ompraat en sê, nie die rede hoekom het so my jou gaan, want jy is eindelijk onder, jy sien as bloodline curses oor jou, en jy is nog onder a familievloek, en no, you are born again. You are born, you are washed. You are clean, you are purified. A new heart is in you. A new spirit has been placed in you. So there's no curses. He says, he has taken us out of darkness and translated us. In other words, he has placed us into the kingdom 
of his dear son. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. But this is what I want to read to you. He says, but everyone shall die for his own iniquity. Okay, he can't see that. He says, so you can't even, your pa can't even, your son, the word, run, your two, your character. He says, everyone will die because of his own sin. Okay. Um, let's read verse 31. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother saying, know the Lord. Brother, you don't have to say, I have to do it because I have to do it. You don't have to say, I have to do it because I have to This is what it means to be born again. We know the Father. And he knows us. For every man shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin. I will remember no more. We the devil is the devil. The Bible says in Revelations that the accuser of the brethren, he calls Satan the accuser of the brethren, has been cast out. He no longer has a place before God where he can say, the calumny see any when the vet says so. You know, we have read about the two covenants. He says, I will make a new covenant with them. Because there was an old covenant and there is a new covenant. We are in the new covenant. And on the old covenant, uh, you know, we have a on the record. Ma where I minister ministered about the two covenants and how the old was replaced by the new. But the Bible says that the old covenant, the law, he calls it the law or the law of Moses. He says the law was holy and the law was righteous, but the law was weak through the flesh. What does it mean by it? It means although the, 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 although the law was a holy ordinance, a righteous ordinance, it could save no one. It, can only, it could only point out your failures. It could only say you are a sinner. You are an adulterer. You are a wicked man. That's the only thing that it could do, but it could not save anybody. That was the problem. And Satan took advantage of it. So he would always, he would always be before God and says, you can't bless him. The law says he's a sinner. He, he can't live because the law says he has trespassed. Now when the new covenant come in, came in, he was kicked out. Because no longer are we judged by the works of the law. We are now judged by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ given to us. Hallelujah. So for if a may will condemn, Hana Jesus too. Because I've been saved by grace. Hallelujah. Not of my own works, but by grace I am saved. Hallelujah. Yet he that Christianity, and I like him Christianity, a religion to know me, but for the arguments I like to do. Christianity is the only religion or worldview where you receive salvation before you are required to live a safe life. Every other religion, Muslim, Buddhism, uh, um, Hinduism, 
all these other religions, you have to work for your salvation. Even the Muslims will tell you that the only way to get to heaven is that your good works outweighs your bad works. So it is a work-based system. Christianity is the enigste godsdienst wat jy eers gered word en dan gesê word loobrecht. Can you imagine? Die word eers een koning gemaakt en dan word jy gesê, nou moet jy eers. How? In, in every other religion you have to learn how to reign first and then they can crown you king. Then you have to first learn what is the require, how you have to live right and then you can be saved. Not Christianity. That shows it's not based on our works. Hallelujah. So even feces as us no more natuurlijk redeneer oor Gods dienst, Christianity is nog steeds die beste. Praise the Lord. But, wat moet ek in elk geval gesê het oor dit? Anyway. Um, so we speak about this covenant, and that God has given us a new covenant, and in this covenant, He has given us His, His law in our minds, and His law in our spirits. I think let's get to a conclusion here. Kom ons gaan na die volgende I wanted to say something about that, but uh, I forget. You see, in God's dienst, probeer hulle altyd, uh, Jesus sê vir die fariseers in Matthies, hy sê, jylle probeer, jylle maak altyd die, 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 die koffie binne, buitenkant skoon, maar binnenkant is het nog fijn. And that's how religion usually works. Baie kere, en jy gehoor iemand sê, hy sê, uh, uh, from, jong, wanneer kom, wanneer kom, sal kerk te kom, as ek reg is, what is he saying? He says, when I'm clean outside, is ek rechte kerkkleren, en jy gehoor, ek het die kerkkleren nie, ek het die kerkskoene nie, he's trying to clean the cup from the outside, and Jesus says, while he's trying to clean the cup on the outside, inside, is still wickedness, inside, is still sin, sinfulness, but what he wants to do, he wants to clean us from the inside out, hallelujah, so die dag is ons jou sien, moet een nieuwe skoen, en weet ons, ah, die ene is gered, Hallelujah. <laughs> we know you have been cleaned from the inside out. Praise the name of Jesus. I can guarantee you something. There's no way that you can serve the Lord and, 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 and remain poor for the rest of your life. Only if you want to. But only if you want to. You see, God has given us choices. He has, and the Bible has arm manna, but the Himmel to Ghanad, Lazarus was arm, brand arm. Branderas brandarm. Maar Lazarus is in die hemel. Die story gehoor van Lazarus en die reikman. Lazarus is hemel toe. Maar het die gehoor van Abraham. Wat so reik was, dat konings het om uit die land het gesit, want hy was een bedreiging vir hulle sy land. Hy was so, hy was so machtig, as een persoon, met sy familie en sy besittings, dat konings het, moest, het vir hom gesê, Abraham laat jy gaan, want net toe, jy is een bedreiging vir my. Met ander woorde, Abraham was een land op sy eie. And he was a very rich man. Selde moet sy sien Isaac, selde moet sy klein sien uh, um, Jacob. So, 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 when you are serving God, He always provides. He always makes a way, but you can choose. You know what? Ek soekie die reikdom nie. Ek soekie die reikdom van die wereld. Ek soekie die weelde nie. Ek is so right so sikkes. God will respect your choice. Are you with me, church? My ek word weet is ek. Ek soek ching, my bro. Kom ons gaan na, kom ons gaan na, um, um, what should I read? Kom ons gaan na die laaste, een of twee skrifte toe, in gelaasheers, um, drie, 
Ga, ja, ga niet laten op de Elias. Galatiërs 3. <coughs> Geven we mee die waarheid dat het nog niet afkomen gemaakt door ons apostel. Hij is op die ogenblik in Pretoria. Um, hij moest die 40ste verjaardag van Pastor Gerald gaan bijwonen. Want hij doet ook een taak daar, want hij moest verrukken. Zo, so, hij is daar, alles normaal daar van donderdag af. En dan komt eerst maandag, zodat so, ze komen in Oostenrijk. En dat is niet hier vandaag niet. Maar alles in Pretoria. En ik denk dat hij bedien ook zieken nou daar in, in die. In, Kerk van Pastor Gerald. So, dat is die reden om u niet te zien. Uh, uh, hij is niet hier vandaag. Maar let's read from Galatians 3, from verse 26. Zie daar, zei Amen. For you are all sons of God. Say, I'm a son of God. So I, have the, I have the right to be a son of God. I am qualified to be the son of God. Don't let allow anyone to speak like that to you. But don't allow those words to take power over you. No, don't allow those such, such words. To have an effect on you. Uh, Romeina 8 say, Romeina 8 verse 1 say, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But listen, listen to the following word that he said, Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There's something important about those words. Meaning, if you walk after the flesh, as you walk still after the begeertes van the flesh, the liste van the flesh, then those condemnations will have an effect on your life. You will, you will experience them. The men are like a man's ordeal. Why do you notice it? Because you are walking in the flesh. You are observing everything that goes on in the flesh. But if you walk in the spirit, it won't even bother you. Hallelujah. It won't even bother you. It, it will be like, so my pa say, water op a inse rug. You can mit dat gans hier afgaan in die water in. To dat diep onder, dat los die om. As hy daar uitkom, hy so kerkdroog soos wat hy was voor jy op die water was. That's how you should be if you are in walking in the spirit. Kam as daar christen, you don't even pay mind. Hy is christen, maar kijk net die, kijk net hoe maak hy die, it doesn't even bother you. Hallelujah. Because there is no condemnation. I don't even allow myself to condemn myself. I do self-introspection. But myself observe, where am I spiritually? What am I missing? What am I still not getting? I do those kinds of things. It's called self-examination. But I don't condemn myself. I sit there and think, ah, is no pastor, but I don't do those things. I'm not allowed Because I have a right to be the son of God. I have not been in my own so how can I be in my own power? Why am I trying to be saved on my own power? I'm still walking on his authority. I'm still walking on his power that he gave me. Hallelujah. One person, forgive me, I'm not so long. One person tells a story, he says, 
een dame komt naar hem toe en die dame zei van pastoor ik wil hij moest mee bid het een kankergroeisel gekregen die was in haar lichaam en pastoor zei toe van wat daar is voor haar gebid het voor geneesing en ze was geneesing en toe kom ze terug met een ander kankergroeisel op een ander area wat nou niks met die ene te doen het die en die pastoor zei van nee man die het jou een keer gered hy sal jou weer gered hy sal jou weer red en die vrou sê vir die pastoor pastoor ek is hier erg bekommerd door die nie want ek reëndelijk bekommerd door die sektoeswe, ek was weg van die Heere af, sektoeswe is ver van die Heere af, en ek het gebed nodig, ek het nou al so baie dinge verkeerd gedoen in my leven, ek is nou al op my vierde huwelik, en dis ook uit mekaar uit, ek het nou al so baie mistrappe gemaakt, ek voel weg van die Heere af, ek, en die pastoor sê, wow, ok, so wat ons hier nodig het, is nie nou eers geneesing nie, is nou eers restoration, ons het nou nodig, laat ons weer die persoon terugbring, na die Heere toe, by die standplek waar sy was, en sy verduidelik toe vaar skrifte wat daar weer kan terugbring, jy weet, if we confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive us, en sovoort, en sovoort, en hy doen een gebed met die vrou, en vrou is toe weg. Die volgende ochend is die vrou weer daar by haar, en sy paste, weet, ek weet die, ek voel, ek voel ek is, ek is nog nie recht nie, en hy dink maar, wat so groot sonde het die vrou aangevang, dat sy nie oor die ding kan kom nie, en sy sê vir die vrou, wat sê dat, sê dat laat ons praat, en die vrou, hoekom voel jy jy so ver van die Heere af, en hoekom sê jy jy so ver van die Heere af, en die vrou sê, nee, want ek voel hom nie, soos wat ek hom gevoel het, in die begin nie, en hy sê, hy staan reeds, hy doen net, hulle kom nou, hulle kom nou vier uur vir ochend, en hy sê van die dienst af, die vrou kom maak haar acht uur wakker, toe is hy nou al klaar omgekrap, en hy sê, hy begin toe verduidelik, vir die vrou verduidelik, oor faith versus feelings, en hy sê vir my sister, as ek nou op my gevoelens moet nou afhankelijk wees, dan gaan ek vir jou moet vraag om vir my te bid. Eerste plek laat ek moet my hart vir die Heere gee, want ek voel net so ver van die Heere af. Dis wat die pastoor sê. Ek voel so, ek voel so ongeestelik soos ek nou hier sit. Ek sta nou net op die slaapheid op. Ek voel baie ongeestelik. Ek voel ek ken nie die Heere nie. Soos ek nou moet op my gevoelens vir jou vraag, dan sal ek moet vraag, bid vir my laat ek na die Heere toekom. En die vrouw sê, o, voel pastore ook so. Hy sê, ja, pastore voel ook so. Hy sê, but, ek gaan ook vir jou uitwees. En hy vat die stoel en hy kom sit by die vrouw, en hy sê, my sister, soos wat ek hier sit, ek voel nou baie ongeestelik. Ek voel so vleestelik soos wat jy kan dink. Ek voel ongered, ek voel ver van die Heere af. Maar hoor wat doen ek nou, ek gaan nou op feit, op geloof staan, en hy sê, Heere, Dank u vir die reddende kracht. Dank u dat u my gered het. Dank u dat u in my hart en woon. Dank u dat u vir my kom sterwe het en nou is ek een seen van God. Dank u dat u vir my gevul het met die heilige geest. Dank u dat ek een member is van die hemel. Dank u dat ek een citizen is. Ek is deel van die familie van Christus. Dank u dat u my gekwalified. Hy sê terwijl u nog so bid, skree die vrou van, ek sien jou gezicht gloei. Ek sien jou gezicht gloei. En hy sê ja, because I acted on faith and not on feelings. The feeling came afterward. The feeling came afterward, but I didn't step out on feelings. I stepped out on faith, and then the feeling came afterward. Jy weet, sommige kere, vir alles wat gepreek word, jy kom staan hiervoor, en jy voel absoluut niks. Jy kiek ook aan een man op die TV, en sê opstaan, en voel jy ook, hy man, kom moet hy, leg jy te jacket van salving oor hom aan. Leg jy toe a dik kumbers anointing oor hom as hy daar op die stage kom, wat jy ook hier, ek soek ook die, 
En dan kom jy die dag op die, op die, op die poelpit, dan voel jy so koud soos, soos iemand wat die Heere ver vanaf is. But what do we do in that moment? We step out in faith. And as we step out in faith and we begin to minister, I may not feel anything. I may not experience anything. But in that, in that ministry, in that service, I would feel the anointing come on me. Why? Because I stepped out in faith and the feeling came afterwards. Hallelujah. So ons wandel nie dier, dier ons voel nie. We walk by faith and not by sight. Die, die sight sal achterna kom. Die sight moet daar wees, maar hy kom achterna. Die hoor moet daar wees, maar hy kom achterna. Halleluja. So never walk by, 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 by sight. Never walk by your emotions or by your feelings. Even if you feel down. Even if you feel discouraged. If you, if you feel, even if you feel, weet wat, ek voel ons ons die laagste hond wat jy kan kry. You don't walk by that feeling. You walk by faith. Say, Jerem, ek voel ons ons die laag hond maar dank je dat I'm sitting in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We walk by faith and not by sight. Kom ek maak dat. There's something special that I want to share with you. Um, ek sê Galatians 4 3 vers 26 For you are all sons of God. Nou wanneer die Bijbel praat van sons, praat nie van een mannelijke figuur en hy praat van in termen van jou inheritance, jou erf, posie. En die oud daar was die sien, die oudste sien, altyd die een wat geërf het. Al was daar twintig meisies ouwer as hy, omdat hy die sien is, is hy die oudste, en hy erf die koningskap, hy erf die, 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 die besittings van die vader. That's why the Bible refers to us as sons of God, in terms of our inheritance. So, for we, uh, uh, want ek, ek sien baie kere voel pastore under pressure om te sê, I am a son and a daughter. Say, I am a son and a daughter. If you are a daughter, say, I am a daughter. If you are a son, say, ons kan het doen, maar as jy nodig hee. Alright? Because it doesn't have to do with our sexual sexuality. Um, I said verse 26, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. How are you sons of God? Through faith. That's all. Through faith in Jesus Christ. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So when you are born again, you are baptized into Christ. But betekent baptized or baptism. It means you are put into. You are placed into. You are submerged until you are covered. Fully covered. So as ek bekeer, dan word ek in Christus gedoop. En ek is in hom. Ek is bekleem met hom. Maar hy woon ook in my. Hy sê, ek en die vader sal ons woning in jou kom maak. So he lives in me, but I'm also clothed with him. Kom ons lees eerste Korintheers, and then I'm closing with this. Second Korintheers, nee, 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 eerste Korintheers 12. Eerste Korintheers 12, and then I'm closing with this. Die nonan is het, is, het, is het goed om so onder twee ure boodskap te sit. Want uh, ons was in die wereld die heel week. Ons was by een sondige werk. Wat nonsens gepraat word en moeswillige managers. Wat nonsens maak. Kliënte wat laat sikkel. En ons was hier die heel die TV programme, heel week negatieve, negatieve niesprogramme. Heel week. En dan kom ons zondag 
En as het nou en dan goed om so vir twee ure, drie ure net te sit onder hy woord, so dat jy kan was, jou mind was, skoon maak, rein maak. Want soos wat ons aanstap in die wereld, so tel ons vinders op. En as ons nie watch nie, dan raak hy vinders deel van ons. Um, ek het gesê vers 13, nee. Um, vers 13 sê, For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and they have all been made to drink into one spirit. Hallelujah. So I say, Dier een gees, I say, ons is allemaal, um, I say, for by one spirit will be all baptized. Dier een gees is ons allemaal gedoop in een lichaam. So how do we become a member of the body of Christ? By being baptized by the Holy Spirit into that body. I said, there is one baptism. One, he's talking about the baptism of salvation. So we are baptized into Christ. We are baptized to being born again. Christ lives in us. Christ dwells in us. We are in him. We are clothed with him. We are righteous. So as we praat van die tweede experience van, 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 van die salvation, dan praat ons nie van reddende experience nie. You are now already saved. You, can, you cannot be any more righteous than you are when you are born again. You cannot be any more saved. Jy kan nie meer gered is. Hoe nie, hy is baie geestelik. Nee, hy is geestelik. Dis al. Hy is nie baie geestelik. Toe hy, toe hy bekeer toe kom hy in Christus, toe sê geestelik. We are in the, fle- in the spirit. If you are a child of God, it doesn't matter what you do, you are in the spirit, but you may not walk in the spirit. Hoor nie wat ek sê, dierbares. Maar jy is in die geest. Jy is in die geest, jy is gedoop in Christus. So you are in the spirit, but many of us, of many Christians, even though they are in the spirit, they still walk after the flesh. Hy wandel nog steeds achter die begeertes en liste van die vlees. Hy word nog steeds gedomineer en gecontrol dier die vleestelike begeertes. That's why you see someone can fall so easily. He's born again. He was not a sinner. He's born again. But he's controlled by his senses. He's controlled by his, his emotions. The lusts of this world. But he's born again. Are you with me church? Now we are born again. But there's a second experience called the infilling of the Holy Spirit. That's when you receive the promise of the Father. Now what do I want to say with this? Because Soos ek een keer verduidelik het, for eight years, I was saved, and I didn't know that I have already received the Holy Spirit. For acht jaar het ek nie geweet, ek het al reeds die Heilige Geest ontvang nie. As ek by die huis is op my eie, praat ek in tale, and I speak fluently in tongues, maar ek kan nie tussen die mense praat nie, want ek is bang iemand vraag my, en die al die Heilige Geest ontvang. En as ek sê nee, dan sê nie, maar hoe kan jy in tale praat? Because you speak in tongues when you receive the promise of the Holy Spirit. You don't receive tongues at salvation. You receive tongues at the promise. The receiving of the promise of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says they, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues. So when we receive this secondary experience, when we receive this, this filling of the Holy Spirit, the only thing that can, the, the, the most uh, uh, easiest thing to flow out is the speaking in tongues. 
And never discredit tongues. Always believe in tongues. Glo in tale, die Bijbel praat van tale. Weet, sommige mense discredit, ek kijk nou die dag een video, um, waar iemand, hy maak nou, hy maak nou spot van, 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 van tale. En nou vat hy nou woorde, wat nou soos Engelse woorde klink, en hy, hy maak nou van, woorde wat misschien nou soos Los Angeles klink, maar hy sê dit nou net in tale, of hy sal nou sekere woorde wat nou, weet, wat in Engels verstaan, na een sekere woord klink, dan maak hy nou van vir dit in. En, en ek en my pa praat daar oor, en hy vraag vir my, so man, gaan so iemand hemel toe? And I, and I said to him, I don't believe that such a person will go to hell, but I believe that he's depriving himself, himself of great spiritual blessings. Hy ontneem homself van groot geestelike seninge. Jy hoef nie nachtmaal te drink, as jy nie wil nie, maar daar so blessings in, in nachtmaal drink, that if you don't partake of it, jy ontneem yourself. Maar jy gaan nie hel toe gaan, maar jy nie drink nie. If you don't drink the table of the Lord, you'll still go to heaven. But here on earth, there are certain blessings that you will deprive yourself of. You can't deal with it. And usually such persons, they don't experience the manifested power of God. They never see miracles. They never see a, 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 a prophecy coming through them. But they themselves can never prophesy. They themselves can never discern spirits. They themselves can never work miracles. Why? Because they are, they are uh, discrediting the one of the most important gifts called tongues. Are you with me, church? Now, it took me eight years to realize. And experience wat hy vir my vertel, wacht ek nou wanneer sê hy vir my, hy het geval onder die kracht, en ek wacht wanneer sê hy vir my, hy het uitgebaars in trane, en ek wacht wanneer sê hy vir my, hy het, hy het sy bewustheid verloor, hy het uh, in een trans gegaan, hy het gerol en gejump, en, en I didn't hear any of those, the only thing he told me, says he was kneeling, and he had a out of body experience, but there was no physical manifestation, Die moment hy dit vir my sê, gesê het, toe vat die heilige geest my terug na a experience wat ek gehad het, waar ek dit afgeskryf het as a, hoe die Heer het my aangeraak. Hoe ek het wees hoe a aanraking van die Heer ontvang. Hoe die Heer het my wees hoe geblest, man. Die, Heere, die kracht van die Heer was oor my. What you call an experience with God, or what you call a touch from God, is usually the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me, church? That is the blessing that I want to give over to you. Because sometimes Satan says, think, No, that day when you burst out into tears uncontrollably and you couldn't control yourself, that was the infilling of the Holy Spirit. That day when you fell under the power when somebody laid hands on you, that was an infilling of the Holy Spirit. That day when you were sitting at your home and you were just feeling a presence, an anointing over you and you, and you began to, to worship him, that was the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Ons lees handelinge toe en ons sien a mighty rushing wind het ingekom. Ons sien vlamme, tonge soos vlamme wat oppele gesit het. En jy denk ook, vader, ek sal mooi die ding kreeg nie. 
because thy experience is heavy. Hoor wat sê Paulus, hy kom na die 12 disciples toe, hy sê, Brothers, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Simple question. Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? In other words, when you gave your life to Jesus, did you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit? They said, we haven't even heard of such a thing. Paulus Rano, unto which baptism were you baptized? He said, unto the baptism of John. And he says, John verily baptized uh, um, the baptism of declaring that he who should come is the one on whom you should believe. He, and the Bible said, twee nog met hulle praat, toe gloe hulle, en toe gaan doop Paulus hulle. And the Bible says, when he laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them. Now, as you die scrift lees, the Holy Spirit came on them, and klink het so boonatierlik. Uh, uh, now, it is obviously the boonatierlik. Maar, the, the normal the normal word that is used there in the book of Acts is the word infilling or receiving. The Bible says they prayed for them, Paul, Peter and John prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Now what it obviously gebeur, die Heilige Geest het oor hulle gekom. Maar die Heilige Geest kan oor jou kom, maar jy moet hom nog steeds ontvang. That's why we don't really pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We pray for the receiving of the Holy Spirit. God is ever willing to give His Holy Spirit. Ever willing to give and to uh, um, impart His Holy Spirit to anybody who wants Him. But we need to be able to receive Him. So what do we pray for? I pray Lord that I, I pray for the, re- the receiving of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me church? I pray for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Not for the outpouring. Because the outpouring is a ek wacht nou vir jou here. And that's a wrong way. We don't have to wait for the outpouring. But we can receive the infilling right now. How do we do it? By faith. Are you hearing me church? By faith. Maar wat ek vir evil says, that many of you already received him. Maar you may have written it off as an experience. Jy kon het dalk afgeskryf het as, ek het een dag daar so toe, hoe toe die heren my so aangeraak. That was the infilling. That was the infilling. The only thing is you didn't speak in tongues. Not because you couldn't, because you didn't. Nie omdat jy nie kon nie, maar omdat jy nie het nie, gehet het, in tale gepraat het. When, when, when somebody receives the Holy Spirit, he receives the ability to speak in tongues. Tale kom nie net van self uit nie. Jy, jy, jy rakkie, a mal mens, en gulu gulu gulu, waar kom net woorde iets soos borrels nie. No. He gives you the ability and he gives you the utterance, but you are the one who's supposed to open your mouth and speak. If you don't open your mouth and speak, nothing will come out. Are you with me, church? So, that is obviously, that is boonatierlijke dinge wat al gebeur het met mense waar jy homself kom bevind het, hy net kom kry, praat in tale. Hy net kom kry, val, hy, hy sê daar, hy sê by homself nie. Hy net kom kry, as ek my paase experience, my paate wonderful experience, where he was caught up out of his body, the day that he gave his life to, to Jesus. And he was caught up into the, the, the uh, um, into space. And he could himself see from boe af, kon he see that knee op sy bene, that body person from, oh, a wonderful experience. I think, here come, I have such so experience gehad. And I have such so, a uh, gevaarlijke testimony gehad. That you have for Paulus, what nog op pad na Damascus to us, a bright light shine and hit him off his horse. He had a marvelous encounter with Christ. 
Paul, who, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus Christ. What an encounter with Jesus Christ. But in crazy mense, what he worded, Anna opgele, and da prate and tale, and it's all over. There was nothing. As you come from, what it gebeur, nee, to the pastor, me Anna opgele, to feel like I got gefilmed, the Heilige Geest, and da prate krach, but da prate and tale, and that was that. So don't, let's not search for, 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 uh, can I say, come soup me. Yeah, I will let's walk in faith. That small experience that you had where you felt the hand of God on your life and you begin to worship Him and to praise Him and say, that was the day. That was the time when I experienced God. And that was the filling of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Can we give God a wonderful hand clap? What, what, I'm, what, what the Prabir says is that you don't ever have to walk in doubt that you have received the Holy Spirit. Think about your past. Think about your life and say, Man, that's a paar plekken waar ek God experience Op een manier wat ek nie gewoonlik sal experience as ek, as ek by, my, by my normaal is nie. And you know, think about those moments and think them through and you'll, and you'll come to find out 90 out of, out of, out of 100 times you'll find out that that was my infilling moment. That was the day that I was. Now what do you need to do now? Now you begin to exercise the gift of the Holy Spirit. How do you exercise it? You begin to develop the speaking in tongues. You begin to develop that gift that the Holy Spirit imparted in you by beginning to speak in tongues. You can talk me Yellow vocabulary say, yellow word say, and no, that single word that you have, begin to speak it. That's faith. That's faith. I can tell men say, what I'm going to do, you're 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 But what does that person do? He's walking in faith. Um, to, to say those words and believe that they mean something, that's faith. That's faith. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful that we could share this message with one another and that you as a Christian can be strengthened knowing that you are born again and that you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Pray and say, Father, I receive the Holy Spirit by faith. And as you, as you pray for that, you say, Lord, I receive the Holy Spirit by faith, you begin to speak in tongues. Exercise it. Are you with me, church? Hallelujah. Father, Thank you for this beautiful word that you have given unto us. There's no way that we can read or study this word and it does not have an impact on our lives. Every time we read this word, we, we experience the impact. We experience its power in our lives. I pray now as we have discovered your, in your word the mighty work of the gift of the Holy Spirit. I pray now that every person will be filled. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit. The message you have just listened to is produced by Kingdom Power Ministries. If you were blessed by this message or you would like to get more information about the ministry, you can contact us on 081 777 